All I want to do is this. I just want to find the 11,780 bucks. One more that we have. Have they moved the inner parts of the machines and replaced them with other parts? No. Everything's running smoothly. Yo, yo, yo! What is going on? My name's Hartzell. That's Kitty. It's the first one of 2021, girl. Let's go. The first of the new year. Give me a meow. Give me something. It's your KC Morning Show. How about that? What's that song quote? I'm still alive, but I'm barely breathing. Praying to a God that I don't believe in. I am barely breathing. That's not the song. I'm, no. Well, that's where I was going with that's it. not the song. When in doubt, you should be going with Duncan no. Sheep. Happy Monday. Yep. January 4th. Our first show of 2021. Kinda, sorta. Here's the thing. Okay, listen. Kitty is sounding so much better. Say something, Kitty. Say something, Kitty. There she is. As the dog walks in the studio. Hello, Lola. How are you, baby girl? So we gotta get one more test. We gotta get what I'm hoping is our last negative in quarantine. You, I need a negative. You yeah. Were positive. I. But how whack? Like, why is my second test taking longer than my first test? It's true. So we got. We gotta go figure that out. Also, I gotta go find a way to make some money in quarantine. <laughs> So, on the show today, our friends, our brother, Fox 4 film critic, KC Morning Show film critic, Sean Edwards. Instead of doing flicks on Friday, we're going to do a movie Monday and recap the best films of 2020. What you think? Love it. And then be back tomorrow. We got Benny Heisler, Sports yeah. Illustrated's Benny Heiss, going to do a sports thing with us. All right, I could do that. Back to back at Tuesday, too. Mm-hmm. You take the meds yet today? Mm, yes. Proud of you. But real quick, Kitty, before we get to Sean, we took Friday off for the new year. Yeah. But listen, ain't nothing changed in 2021 when it comes to the homies at Charlie Hustle. What's that promo code, Kitty? Still, KCMS20. They got some sales going on right now, y'all. Like $20 tees. Listen, we looking fly in 21, all right? We got to make up for lost time. So, yes, KCMS20. Use that promo code in-store, online. That's all I got. Kitty, shall we do a thing? Yeah. My name's Hartzell. We'll see you in the morning. It's your Morning Show. We're talking best of. We got the best man for the best of. Sean Edwards, your Fox 4 film critic. KC Morning Show film critic. New Year. Same Sean. What's going on, brother? Happy New Year, man. People was waiting on this one. I know people were like, man, I can't wait until 2021. It's going to be a minute. You know, we, we're getting there. It's like it's baby steps. But uh, once this thing gets rolling, though, it's going to be good. Because there's going to be some movies popping off in 2021 that people thought they were going to see in 2022 that's gonna be like oh okay it's about time well hold on though what's popping off with you sean edwards like what's that's what i want to know what you got in store for 2021 oh, oh man I'm, I'm just out here doing stuff i mean the first big thing i got popping off in 2021 is going to be on february the 2nd because we got that celebration of black cinema it's going to air on all the 197 next star stations across the the country. I know that means nothing. To, that means nothing to anyone listening. I know because that's like industry talk. Because no one knows who next star is. No matter what, <laughs> it's a big deal. So congratulations, my friend. Yeah, man. It's going to air throughout the month of February, starting February 5th. So the actual premiere for Celebration of Black Cinema is February 2nd. Then beginning on February 5th, depending on where you live, check your local listing. We actually have something really cool happening with that uh 
Colin Kaepernick's going to present our Social Activist Award this year. And coming out of 2020, that's a big deal. Just breaking news like you always do, Sean. I always wait right here. I always wait for this show right here. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick's going to be a presenter for the show. I'm really, really excited about that. We got some other surprises. I just want you guys to see it. John Legend's going to sing a song for us. That's always dope. He owns every awards trophy you can possibly win. He's got that EGOT, so you know how that is. That's big. So it's going to be a fun show. It's going to be a cool show. Got my girl Zendaya. She's going to be on the show. Send us a link so we can do some oh, stuff dude, with the show. I'm sending you. I'm sending you the VIP link, man. Oh, come let's on. go. You know how we do. Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got a chance to watch Zendaya's new movie, dude. Man, she's hot. She's going to win Best Actress. You heard her here first. Bold predictions today. We're we not even, we not even five minutes in, good. Sean. The world hasn't seen Zendaya yet. And Malcolm and Marie, and after they do, it's it's a wrap. What can you say about Malcolm and Marie? What are we gonna say? Right, without giving too much away, I mean, I think we made some history, and we made some cultural history. I think I'm very excited to have you know the producers that we've had on there. I'm thinking about you know the African American women, you know Katya Elizabeth Washington, who set protocol for for our safety. Um, I mean, that's the part of the history I'm talking about. Zendaya being a producer, that's the part of the history I'm talking about. Hopefully we can see more of that in a project like this. I mean, Sam Levinson, I think, is so brilliant. He's one of the best uh, writers around. And what he's able to do um, cinematically with this is just beautiful. And what he's able to do with people that look like us with what he did. is remarkable. So good, but let's talk 2020. You want to talk 2020? Let's do it. You got me excited for 21, but let's recap. How was 2020? This year didn't make no sense. But here's the deal, man. For most people I know, and most people will agree with me, 2020 was a horrible year for a lot of reasons. But in terms of watching movies, 2020 was probably one of the greatest years ever. Here's why. Number one, most people had way more time to watch movies, which is a good thing. Uh, Number two, there were probably more movies made about the black experience in 2020 than any year ever before. That's a good thing. So many movies directed by women of color, Asian, Hispanic, black in 2020. That's also a good thing. And because so many blockbusters got pushed until 2021, it gave smaller independent movies a chance to shine. And you got to see so much good stuff on a smaller scale. It's just a great year to watch movies. I know we don't use great in 2020 in the same sentence, but we are when it comes to movie watching. And how is 2020 going to change like how we even look at movies? Is it a movie? Is it a miniseries? Is this the way we're going to be going yep, from yep, here on? Yeah, yeah. It's 2020. We had to make new rules. And at number 10 on my list is a horror film called His House on Netflix. <laughs> Congratulations. You're being released as asylum seekers, not as citizens, not yet. You will be sent to a home of our choosing. You must not move from this address. We are good people. Whether or not you're good people, it's not me that needs convincing. Which changed the game in the genre because it was mad scary, but not the type of scary you would think because it mixed the genre of horror with the ills of immigration and assimilation in such a dope way you had never seen anything like it before, which is why it's number 10 on my list. It's called His House. You can check that out on Netflix. You're going to hear a lot of Netflix coming up. That's how the game was changed in 2020. We 
we streamed so much stuff because you couldn't even walk into a movie theater for much of the year and you didn't want to the rest of the year. And Sean, can I say real quick, no one else is saying how much Amazon is about to be king in the mountain here post-pandemic. That that take came from you, Sean Edwards, and I have yet to hear that from anybody else. And I think you were spot on. Man, Jeff Bezos stacking that cheddar. Look, they bought Coming to America from Paramount for $125 million. Like, it was nothing. They're like, oh, y'all don't know if y'all can put this out in movie theaters? Y'all struggling with this one? Let me help y'all out. Jeff Bezos wrote the quick check. He's like, let me have it. You know how you be playing Monopoly and you land on boardwalks? You know how quick you throw the, the money keeper that 500 so you can get that property? Yeah, yeah. Jeff Bezos boardwalked that sucker. He's like, I want it. That's some king <laughs> shit right there. You know how many people are going to watch Coming to America 2 on Amazon on March 5th? Dude. Already got the date circled. Anyway, I bring all that up just to say, when Sean says things about the movies, y'all, it tends to be right. Back to you, Sean. I'm Number nine. Study the game. Number nine, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Chadwick Boseman's last performance. When I got there, they began to say. That's to get the people's attention. That's when you and Slow Drag come in with the rhythm part. Me and Cutler play on the break. Levy, the sooner you understand it, and what you say is what Ma said to count. <laughs> we'll be ready to go in 15 minutes. We'll be ready to go, and Madam says we're ready to go, and that's the way it go around here. Wow. Just such a powerhouse performance. I mean, yeah, he had the cheat code. The script was written by August Wilson. You, you, can't, you can't destroy an August Wilson script. It also stars Viola Davis like you've never seen her before. She plays the legendary Ma Rainey, the mother of the blues, edgy, it's in your face, 100% August Wilson, one of America's greatest playwrights, good looking film, that's also on Netflix. Chadwick Boseman, man, R.I.P., that dude was the best. Rest in peace, Black Panther, man. Did you get a chance to hang out with him they, at all? Yeah, I talked to him a lot. Actually, we actually knew, I, we, were, we knew each other, right? Oh, you know, man, we were man. like business colleagues. Yeah, he's a cool dude, man. 2020 was a rough year, man. They took the Black Mamba and the Black Panther from us, man. Tough. Man, number eight, uh, Regina King's directorial debut. She's so dope. She's directed movies now. One Night in Miami. Uh. Ah. You brothers, you could move mountains without Ah. lifting a finger. Uh. Minister Malcolm X. Good news, the chariot is coming. Who's the greatest? That's right. Jim Brown takes Uh. the ball. Your record is going to stand the test of time. All together, yeah. The entire city of Miami is celebrating. I'm the new heavyweight champion of the world, and I don't even have a scratch on my face. Oh, my goodness. Cash. Cash. Why am I so pretty? (laughs) It's a true story. It's one night. It takes place after Muhammad Ali wins the heavyweight championship of the world. Muhammad Ali is so cool because his best friends were Sam Cooke, R&B legend, (laughs) Jim Brown, the greatest football player in the history of the NFL, and Malcolm X. (laughs) Man, that is a squad, Sean. That's a squad that you and I try to be like. That's a squad. They were all like, like civil rights activists and this movie just talks about their and deals with their it shows you their interaction on this one particular night and it's 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 so engaging i mean the play was written by kent powers people know this name kent powers wrote the screenplay for one night in miami and co-wrote disney pixar soul 
That's the type of year that dude's having on the quiet. Sean, can we talk about soul? What would you want to be known for on earth? We only have a short time on this planet. You want to become the person that you were born to be? Don't waste your time on all the junk of life. What am I doing? Spend your precious hours doing what will bring out the real you. The brilliant, passionate you. That's ready to contribute something meaningful into this world. I posted a meme the other day. It was um, uh, Pixar through the years, you know, like animals have feelings. Black people have feelings. Imagine that. I was toying with it. Well, I wanted to give some of these other movies some love, but no, Soul's a very good movie. Number seven on the list is another Netflix movie called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Jake, my boyfriend. It's snowing. Winter is coming. We have a real connection. A rare and intense attachment. I've never experienced anything like it. I'm thinking of ending things. Huh? What? Did you say something? I don't think so. Weird. Charlie Kaufman is one of the greatest screenwriters of our generation. Like, all he does is write dope movies. And he actually directed this one as well. It's trippy. Uh, you, you you gotta watch it twice, man. There's so much going on that you don't see without love. It, it's just so, it's so nuanced. It's so layered. All the performances are fantastic. I, this is it's a dope film. I'm thinking of ending things on Netflix. And another reason why streaming is just changing the game, man. Like I can go back right after I'm done and just rewatch it or rewind it or pause it. Yeah, I mean, it's too exactly, easy. Exactly. Exactly. These are all, all everything on my list. I think is a streamer. Uh, number six, my main man representing planet Brooklyn, Spike Lee, the five bloods. Black GI. Is it fair to serve more than the white Americans that sent you here? Nothing is more confused than to be ordered into a war to die without the faintest idea of what's going on. I dedicate this next record to the Soul Brothers of the 1st Infantry Divisions. Be safe. Whether you love Spike Lee or you hate Spike Lee, he always swings for the fences, man. He's always going to give you something different. He's always going to do it in his unique style this time. He's dealing with the Vietnam War where you've got four Vietnam vets, black men. They go back. They're in search of some gold, but they're also dealing with the scars that they receive from that from that vicious, ugly, nasty war. And they got a lot of things going on during their trip back to Vietnam. This film also co-stars Chadwick Boseman. I actually like Chadwick Boseman almost as much in The Five Bloods as I did in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, but it's two completely different types of performances. I would not be shocked. I'm going to drop another exclusive. I would not be shocked if he got nominated twice for an Academy Award this year. One for Best Supporting Actor for The Five Bloods and one for Best Actor for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Absolutely positively going to win Best Actor for Ma Rainey. Get the tissues ready, y'all. It's going to be just sob fest left and right. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. But no, The Five Bloods, Spike Lee represent. Number five might have been my personal favorite movie okay. just because it was just so much fun to watch palm springs the second you fall asleep it all just goes back to the start i drove all the way back home to austin and i still woke up here one time i smoked a bunch of crystal and made it all the way to equatorial guinea it was a huge waste of time just a dope movie man 
what I like to call this generation's Groundhog Day, except it's much better than Groundhog Day. And it was a, it was the perfect movie to watch while we were going through this pandemic. It's about a couple who meet at a wedding and they end up in this infinite time loop. And we were all going through our own personal infinite time loop this year. And Andy Sandberg was, was funny. It's indie enough that like, I don't know if this one would have been as hot outside of the pandemic, nope. if that makes sense. No, nope. this movie definitely benefited from the pandemic. And this is a quarantine classic. Yeah. If this movie would have opened and things would have been normal, no one would have ever saw this movie. So they, they win. All right, number four on my list is another pandemic winner that no one would have saw. It's called Miss Juneteenth. Welcome to the Miss Juneteenth pageant. I will never get over seeing Miss Juneteenth cleaning toilets. <laughs> <laughs> the winner of Miss Juneteenth will receive a full scholarship to any historically black institution of your choice. Good luck. I know that you are looking to replicate your success. What's her problem? I beat her. I just love this movie. It's small. It stars Nicole Bahari, who's criminally underrated. Um, just a great actress. Just a great story to dealt with. You know, black disenfranchisement. It also dealt with the black pageant system down in Texas. Dealt with like unemployment issues, relationship issues. It was well written, well directed. It reminded me a lot of the 1974 classic movie Claudine. Claudine and Rupert are working on a project, a love project. When I get to know you better, maybe. I said maybe. And while they're working hard to get it together, the world's working harder to keep them apart. And now I know I'm going way over people's heads, Googling like crazy, but Claudine was a, was a classic American movie starring Diane Carroll and James Earl Jones that sort of dealt with the same issues except during the 70s. Great movie. Check it out sometime. All right, number three on my list. Man, this movie has not left my head since I watched it. Promising Young Woman. He took a girl back to his room. You know, we get accusations like this all the time. So it's a he said, she said situation. What would you have me do? Ruin a young man's life? It's a feminist revenge thriller, but it's not. It deals with toxic masculinity. Carrie Mulligan delivers the best performance of her career you know, as she takes out all these gross dudes who like to take advantage of women. Uh, but it, 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 the way it plays out is so smart, so intelligent, and so wickedly scary. Promising Young Woman. It's the only movie on the list that's playing in a the movie theater. Oh, okay. Promising Young Woman. Uh, number two on the list. Oh, my goodness. Just a gorgeous, feel-good movie. Sylvie's Love, starring Tessa Thompson and Namdi Asamoah. I've been around my share of television studios, and you really know your stuff. I suppose I do. What? <laughs> I don't know. You just, you really are something. The band got a gig in Paris. Come with me. What if we don't work out? I need to be the woman of my dreams, not just yours. A lot of Chiefs fans probably won't go see this because of Nandi Asamoah, because he used to play cornerback for the Oakland Raiders, but now he's acting and he's yeah. married to Kerry Washington and he's dope in his own right. It's a great movie directed by Eugene Ash. It takes place during the mid-1960s. 
has that classic old school Sydney Poitier vibe. I mean, just it feels like the 60s. It sounds like the 60s. It smells like the 60s. Just a great classic, non-offensive love story. Now, here we go. All right, number one on my list. Give me some drum roll. Here we go. This deserves it. Small acts. These are new types of human beings. They are not demoralized or defeated persons. They are leaders, but are rooted deep among those they lead. We mustn't be victims, but protagonists of our stories. Don't you think it's time things are different? As individuals, we have an impossible battle. As a collective, we stand a chance. Here's the deal with Small Axe. It's an anthology. Small Axe is a five-film anthology directed by Steve McQueen. Not Steve McQueen, the dead actor, but Steve McQueen, the much living right now director, the black British director who also won the Oscar because he directed 12 Years a Slave a few years ago. This dude is so dope. He dropped five movies at one time, but each of these five movies, they each could have held the number one spot on their own. But I just put them all up there collectively so they wouldn't hog up my top ten. Uh, the best of the five is a movie called Lover's Rock. If you are a music fan or a fan of love, which is every human on the planet, you will dig Lover's Rock. Because <laughs> who doesn't love listening to music and who doesn't love love? That's why I hate when people ask me, like, do you like listening to music? Uh, no, nah, I also don't like breathing. You know, that's like, that's like, so, that's like so, so dumb. But no, Lover's Rock is an amazing movie. And the unique thing about this anthology is it, it, it all takes place in Britain, but it, it deals with, you know, black Caribbean that are living in and outside of London and their struggle. Because I think sometimes as Americans, especially as black Americans, we tend to think we're the only people who have had this struggle, this fight for civil rights, this fight for justice, this battle against, you know, crooked cops, this battle against, you know, politicians who don't understand our plight. No, this situation's global. And these five films do a great job of demonstrating that. But they're, they're all, I mean, the casting and the music and everything, they're all so dope. Uh, John Boyega, most people know him from Star Wars. He stars in one of the films called Red, White, and Blue, where he becomes uh, one of the first black police officers in London. And it deals with his struggle and his ascend to the top of the police force ranks. Lord, may you protect your servant, Leroy. Please keep him safe for his police training. Attention! And grant us the wisdom to accept his decision. At least this way, Dad, I can change things. Get out of my house! Out there, it is us and them. That's how it works. Start police! Come out there with no backup! Sometimes I think the earth needs to be scorched. Replanted. Something good will come of it. If you are the big tree, we are the small axe, sharpened to cut you down.
I mean, these, these movies are all just, and they're, they're five, and then they're filmed. So it's an investment. Like, this is like a 10-hour investment, but it's worth every second. Small Acts Anthology, directed by Steve McQueen, who I am saying is the greatest working filmmaker, greatest working director right now, because he dropped five movies at one time. This is like Little Wayne in his prime, that one year where he dropped like <laughs> yep. 10 mixtapes in one year. <laughs> From like 04 to like 07, Wayne had something every week. Yeah, every week. And it was and it was banging. Like, it was, it was not garbage. Steven Spielberg can't drop five movies at once. They need a bottle of Lover's Rock and, and sell it and put the commercial on CNN. Drugs with the <laughs> side effects. But this one ain't got no side effects. And when we open up that Boone Theater, all right, you need to make a room called Lover's Rock. That's it. Have a Lover's Rock Lover's Rock night, dance party after. Yeah. We need y'all to get vaccinated, y'all, because we got ideas. Yeah, it's too easy. Yeah. A Lover's Rock night with, mm, man, I, mm, mm, mm. Woo! Before I let you go, I got to ask you, what did you think of the new Wonder Woman? My life hasn't been what you probably think it has. We all have our struggles. Have you ever been in love? A long, long time ago. You? So many times. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Welcome to the future. Life is good, but it can be better. And why shouldn't it be? All you need is to want it. <laughs> here's, here's the deal, man. These, these people need to stop tripping. <laughs> Because all these comic book movies are flawed, man. They all have problems, man. Like, this is a long time since there was a perfect comic book movie. I mean, I love what they brought to the table with Black Panther, but even that movie was flawed, too. Uh, I mean, the last great comic book movie is The First Blade. This Wonder Woman, though, reminded me of The First Superman. It's not, it's watchable. It's not a classic. Yeah, we, we're not going to be talking about Wonder Woman 1984 20 years from now. But, you know, it's watchable. If, if you're grading on a pandemic curve, it's real watchable. Sometimes that's all you need. No, it was, it was just fine. It was just fine. Sean Edwards, your Fox 4 film critic, your KC Morning Show film critic. My brother, we're going to chat. Uh, we got more stuff to talk about. We'll, we'll chat on Friday. It's always good talking to you, my man. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks a lot, man. Greetings, Hartzell. Search the force and a tremor I have felt. It was you. Your ego just busted a planet. The KC Morning Show.